Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. It's another week. Hello and welcome. Today, we're going to be doing our winter QWERTY chat. So we're actually going to skip our creative weeks because that will be a part of our QWERTY chat. So (laughs) that is true. (laughs) So I think the biggest thing that we have just recently done is the Mm -hmm. Women in Publishing Summit, which you guys have heard us talk a lot about. So that's what we're going to start our chat off with. So Joy, okay, so overall opinion of the Women in Publishing Summit. Go. Wow. (laughs) Can I, can I do just one word? I mean, it's just amazing. So many fantastic speakers and all of that. But beyond that, it was, they added a lot of things this year. Um, They added a lot of opportunities for live discussions and chats between participants and with the speakers and they added writing sprint time which I was I was loving that um I wish I could have participated more in those um but so many just live things that were wonderful so what about for you like what is your overall impression my I was I was terribly impressed with this with this conference is we've seen it. This is my third year. Yeah. This is my third year in participation with the, as both a conference goer and a presenter. So this is our second year to present. Yeah. And I've just seen it grow leaps and bounds. Even from last year, it's gone from just like video presentations and interviews to an interactive conference that's online. And I think that that's a huge jump. Because the more that you can put that personal attention and that um, that real life human aspect to something online, then you've really done something great yeah. and something that people can it, it can resonate with people in a whole on a whole nother level. Yeah. And I think that's what the WIP Summit did this year. Yeah, they I agree with that a hundred percent. I think that everything that they have done has been to well they've listened and and I think that that's the key there is that they listened to participants and what participants wanted and you know even this week they added happy hours because we were asking for them and I'm so upset that I didn't get to participate I was like ah that's like the thing that I really wanted to be there for because how fun is that um but things like that that they added those they um they moved some things around and and most of that was because they were listening to the participants on what was wanted and what was needed most. Yeah, absolutely. My big regret for uh, for the conference is that I'm sick. <laughs> so, yes, that was the worst so timing for sucks. you. <laughs> it was so bad. So I had arranged everything at work that it was supposed to be a pretty easy work week for me so that I could really focus in on the Women in Publishing Summit. 
and be present and be available and that sort of thing. And I got COVID and it, not only did I get COVID, but everybody in my office got COVID. And so I, and it trickled in. It wasn't like everybody was like, okay, we all have COVID. Um, (laughs) um, You know, the first day two people got, got positive test results. And then the next day, two more people got positive test results. And then the next day, and so right when I thought I had to redo plans for my nine to five job, um, like four times, which was really difficult, you know, because once you get through with the plan, you're like, okay, we will be functional if this happens. And then you, that's all dependent upon the people who have not tested positive. And then when two more people test positive, then you have to redo that plan. And then it's like, okay, this work as long as nobody else tests positive. And then (laughs) you've got more people who test positive. So it's just like, it's like Groundhog Day, but worse. (laughs) So it's been, it's been a really trying week because I've been trying to do all of that with my nine to five, which wasn't supposed to happen. And then I've been sick on top of it. COVID was not kind to me. And then, um, but I did what I could. And I think that that's a a lesson to take away from. It's like when you, when you honestly can't give a hundred percent and you, but you can give 40%, then give all of that 40% and then forgive yourself for the rest of it. And that's kind of how I've had to look at this, not only on my work standpoint, but also from the WIP standpoint too. And the 40% that I was able to give was so, um, it was so fulfilling and it was inspiring and it just like kept the flame lit. When we go into survival mode with all of these other aspects of our lives, and then sometimes it's really hard to keep those wants and desires, especially from a creative medium Mm -hmm. in the forefront. And that's what this has this has done for me this week has been able to keep that in the forefront for this week. So, um, do you? I'm like winded. <laughs> I know, bless your heart. I'm like, I'm like you need some oxygen. <laughs> but I will have to brag on you. I do. I I totally have to brag on May because her. So each of us had our individual presentations on Monday, the the beginning of the week, and then we had the one that we did together uh, dropped on Friday, and so. On Monday, we each had uh, question and answer times, our office hours, as they called them, with the speakers. And thankfully, we were in different times of the day. So um, I guess that was Tuesday when we actually had our office hours. But y'all, number one, May came for my office hours to be supportive, and that was the sweetest thing ever. She didn't have to do that, but she did. She was there, and she was even like typing things for me and helping me out. She was amazing. And then when it came time for her office hours in the afternoon, she did so great. And I could tell, like, I knew that you had to be exhausted and everything at that point. But you were there and you were you were bright and you were answering questions and you were enthusiastic. And it was just, it was, it was pretty amazing. I was pretty impressed with you. <laughs> and then after it was over and it was just you and me talking and you're like, yeah, I'm tired. I was like, oh, you baby, go, go take a nap. <laughs> I needed a nap after that. It's true. Um, But Kathy, if you're listening, you were amazing. I had Kathy uh, come join me in my office hours. And we uh, had some really great talks about her 
book and maybe some directions she could go and how she could really take the situation and look at it, um, the fearful situation and look at it and find some new perspective there. So Kathy, if you're listening, I think you're great. I hope you, I hope you continue on. So (laughs) Joy had quite a few people in her office hours. I think there were about nine or so. We can take um, this opportunity to say hi to all of the new listeners from the summit because I know we connected with a lot of people over the week, and so we may potentially have some new listeners from the summit. So if you are listening, be sure to give us a shout out this week sometime. We'd love to hear from absolutely, you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. So including you and me, there were twelve people. So you had ten nice. guests in your office hours, and that was exciting. I don't remember if I took pictures of our. QWERTY Writing Life um, panels together, but we had some wonderful, wonderful questions and some huge, I was, I was so encouraged in our office hours because our whole workshop presentation is based off of our next book that we're going to co-write for the authors uh, series, author resource series. And there was so much enthusiasm and um, feed, some positive feedback from that. Exactly. Some great, great women in there with us, man. Oh, wonderful. So yeah, I guess. So thank you for, for that. Yes, definitely. Oh, my goodness. Such a wonderful experience. May, what are you working on right now? Mm. So my big project that I'm working on right now is finalizing my poetry book and it's called grief like a river. I'm meeting next week with uh, Rachel Ritchie, who's the the cover designer and formatter that will um, has promised to work on this book. So I'm very excited about that. We were supposed to meet this week, but she had to finish up one other project and I also had COVID. So they kind of worked out to where we could. So there's that. <laughs> so there's that. So, so it kind of worked out to where we could catch up next week. And I've already sent her some things. And uh, and so she's already starting to think about it. And so that will be a huge portion of that. Another big thing that I've been working on this week, other than, you know, surviving, <laughs> has been to... <laughs> to finalize the download for my newsletter signups for Story Swell. So that actually was based off of the presentation, the individual presentation that I I did for the WIP Summit, and I did a presentation on giving fear the proper perspective. Which was phenomenal. (laughs) Why, thank you, my friend. Story Swell is a community for storytellers and story lovers, and so for the storytellers, I summarized the the theory of fear and I put it down on paper into a PDF. And for the story lovers, I have some of my favorite recommendations in story inside that PDF as well. So I go through songs, I go through uh, movies that I love, and I also go through books that I love. And so it ends up, it ended up being like a nine page, eight or nine page PDF. (laughs) Oh, that's so wonderful. I cannot wait to see it. So if you are already my subscriber, because there are a few of you guys out there, um, and I will send that out to you guys as well and uh, and have it automatically prompt for new subscribers so you guys can have that too. But uh, So I've worked really hard on that. I'm pretty pleased. It's a very pretty piece, and I, I, you know, I like pretty things. So. <laughs> Yay. That's so exciting. And we'll put a link to um, 
for you guys to subscribe to May's newsletter so that you can get that if you're not already subscribed. So we also gained uh, a few subscribers as well from for the QWERTY Writing Life newsletter yeah. during the, the the summit. So uh, that's really that's really fun. <laughs> so yeah. we're looking forward to being able to share with you guys in that way too. Yeah, and that's something new that we're starting. Um, in fact, let's see, the third Thursday of the month is when our QWERTY newsletters will go out. So if you guys are interested in that, be sure to sign up. And we've got that's already in our show notes and everything. So you can find it every time, every episode, and you can join in the fun there. And yeah, we're really looking forward to that because I think it'll be an opportunity for us to get to know you guys a little better because um, I know we have a lot of you who listen every week, but we don't get to see your shining faces or, or hear from you. And so we want to be able to know a little bit more about you and what you're enjoying and what you'd like to hear more about. So that's kind of the, the driving force behind that. Yeah, it also gives you a little bit more of a convenience level whenever you want to talk to us. So instead of having to find our show notes and copy the email address and open up your browser, et cetera, et cetera, to get to talk to us, you can just fill out the newsletter thing and then hit reply whenever our newsletter comes in and we can start that conversation. So we hope that it does um, get you in contact with us a little bit easier. Yeah, that's our goal. So. Yeah. So what are you working on, Joy? Oh, so I'm still working on the epistolary, and I can just about see the end of this half of it, which is pretty exciting. So um, like, like I've told you guys before, this is a collection of letters by the main character of my novel, Any Good Thing. Um, but it's not just his letters. It's going to be, there's going to be a second half to it as well. And they're journal entries from someone. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. Because you guys need to go and read any good thing. So you can be ready to get <laughs> one good thing <laughs> when it <laughs> finally comes out. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I've, I've enjoyed uh, diving back into Jack's character and kind of thinking like him. And so that I can write his letters. And for me, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun to do that. So I am also have continued writing every day, which I say every day, but I'm what I mean is five to six days a week. Um, and it's shorter periods of time than what I would love, but it's pr very productive and it has become something that has been working for me. So I'm very excited about that. Um, it seems like such a little amount if I only have an hour and you know, sometimes I get 300 words, sometimes I get 1300 words, but you know, that seems like a small amount. But then when I look back and realize that I've written 12,000 words over the past two weeks, it's like, oh, well, that adds up. <laughs> so it, it's been exciting and encouraging and just a lot of fun. So another thing that we like to talk about, and if you guys um, have been with us for a while, you might remember the Creative Trinity episode. Um, if not, we're going to drop a link for that particular episode down in the show notes if you want to go and check it out. But the the whole thought behind that is how we have our, our spiritual and physical and creative, mental, there we go, mental. Those three, that's our creative trinity. 
and how important it is for all three of those to be healthy and to be vibrant and what a difference it makes to us when all three of those, the mental, the spiritual, and the physical are booming and doing well. And it just feeds into our creativity and everything. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to be tough. I'm going to say, how is your creative trinity this week, May? Oh, you wound me. You wound me. No. <laughs> uh, uh, so I think it's, even when we're not at our best, I think it's important to have this in, in at least close reach whenever mm. we are thinking about our our health and, and our production levels and things like that. So uh, physically, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is, this has been hard. COVID, uh, was not kind to me and I hope that I'll be able to get back into a really good place physically. Now, obviously there are issues that, uh, that impede that like, you know, bright breathing well, and, <laughs> but I can't, you know, those, that. those little details that are kind of important. <laughs> I can say that uh, there were there were other issues that uh, COVID presented that you know respiratory it has it has affected my respiratory system but it's not that's not been the worst of it. Mm-hmm. My respiratory system has actually been pretty mild compared to other things. So I had some joint issues that were unbearable. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it was like my joints were on fire. It was insane. Oh and so um, the the thing about that, though, was that that made me move more because I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay. I couldn't stand still. I had to, to move. Uh, and so eventually the medicine started working to help relieve that. But I was so fearful that it would come back that I just continued moving in some cases. So there were a lot of um, there were a lot of squats that happened because I'm in one bedroom. <laughs> I'm in one bedroom and there's not a lot of room. So uh Thankfully, my husband was able to take care of the kids, and and so I could quarantine properly. And it's how long have I been here? Hold on. <laughs> what day is this? What year? What month? <laughs> so I've been in quarantine seven days, and um, and so far, no one else in my household has gotten it. So I'm so thankful That's for that. That's wonderful. But uh, so I I actually did I do squats about three or four times a day just to try to get my breathing to hit the deep part of my lungs so I don't accidentally get pneumonia or have any issues with my oxygen levels. I don't have an oxygen level recorder, so I'm just really hoping that what the effort that I'm putting into it is is working. And uh so that's been that's been good. I that so that's physical. That's kind of mm-hmm. where I am physically. Spiritually, I had had a really good habit made getting up early for work and reading my Bible and just having that, that time <clears throat> in the morning. And since I've had COVID that has not, uh, that has not taken place. So I need to be more intentional spiritually and mentally, um, though I've not been able to, uh, have long periods of time creating or anything like that. I have done some learning with the WIP summit. I've done some of the presentations 
not all that I had hoped I would be able to do because my focus level is directly determinant on how um, the energy level that I have. And with COVID, it's like when you have energy, you just have to go because the next moment <laughs> you might not have energy. So, <laughs> so I try to take advantage of the moments where I have like um, some some energy to do things. And I've I've gotten through some of the the presentations and it's been great. I'm so thankful that I have access to it for six months because yeah, it would have been terrible <laughs> if I had to get everything in this week. <clears throat> but I am I'm reading poetry, which is good for me to keep that in the forefront of my mind while I'm working on a poetry book. And though I've not been able to do a lot of um, original creating because of my physical levels. <laughs> I have been uh, trying to keep my created my um, my percolator going, I guess, <laughs> with you. the presentations and with the poetry book. I'm actually reading Marie Howe, What the Living Do, oh. and it's so good, y'all. It's just, she's so wonderful, and I'll put that link in the show notes, too, so we can, if you are interested in reading it, if you like poetry, she's really good, and she's poignant and sometimes it's hard but it's also there's always a point and I like that about her poetry it's like there's always a nugget of truth that is like a little moral of the story in her poetry I like that now is she the one who was on the the little uh chat that we watched together with was it Billy Collins Yes, yes, she is. And that's the poem that she read is What the Living Do. And that's one reason why I bought her book, because I was just like, I, I need to know more. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah, so it's so good. So that what we're talking about there is Billy Collins Masterclass. Mm -hmm. And he brought on Marie Howe as a guest on his masterclass, and they had a really nice conversation. So if you're interested in poetry and writing poetry or just, you know, learning about poetry, his masterclass is really phenomenal. Yeah. And I'm not a poet, but I loved it, too. I got a lot out of it as well. I'm glad that you shared it with me. Yeah, I think that whenever we have creative writing, there's a lot of aspects of different writing fields that we can actually implement mm -hmm. and that makes our writing more interesting yeah too um so there I've heard a lot of fiction writers who say you know read nonfiction, mm -hmm. so that you can implement some new things into your fiction writing and, and I don't know I, I, th I feel like there's truth in that even when you're talking about different writing fields yeah, definitely. We can learn so much from every, every different genres, different mediums, different things like that, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so Joy, think... can I turn this question around on you? Oh, can fine. You about, your, about your creative <laughs> trilogy. Yes, yes. Okay. So I, I do feel good about the spiritual and the mental. Um, I, you know, obviously there's always room for improvement, but, um, I have been, so our, our kids, we do Bible with them, and we've been going through a survey of the Old Testament this year in their classes. So they basically have gotten kind of an overview of every book of the Old Testament through our curriculum this, this year, which is kind of cool. And so every morning I always put on the board 
uh, a few verses for them to read. So I've been trying to read those same verses, and so let kind of letting that be my devotion in the morning. Um, and it's nice because I know that we're reading the same things, which is kind of neat. And it's, you know, it's something that, okay, I've already planned this, you know, how sometimes, at least for me, it's like, oh, well, if I don't have like a, okay, I'm going to read through this book, or I'm going to do whatever, then I kind of have a little trouble figuring out where to go. And then I spend all my time trying to find what I want to read. And anyway, then my time is up. So are we the same person? <laughs> oh, we might be. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so there's that. So that definitely helps with that. Um, and then for the the mental, I mean, hey, Women in Publishing Summit, I have been, so I had a strategy going into the week, and it mostly worked out. Um, the one downside is this happened to be, it happened to coincide with the ninth week of my kid's third quarter in school, which, you know, when you're trying to end a quarter, you've got lots of extra tests and things going on, teaching, and it just happened to fall to where in two of their courses, in the grammar and the math, they had some pretty challenging lessons that we had to introduce this week. <laughs> so school went longer than it should have most of the days, and that really cut into a lot of the live things. I didn't get to do some of the live things that I really wanted to um, because most of those were like in the morning or early afternoon. Um, and I made, I, I made all the ones that were the most important, thankfully, but I missed out on a lot of the coffee and chats um, and a lot of the, well, some of the writing sprints even I missed out on. So that was kind of disappointing, but I did, my strategy was to try to get as much of the live stuff that I could, the stuff that wouldn't be recorded, and then watch as many um, presentations as I could, especially like starting with the ones where I would love to chat with those speakers more on their topics. And so that's kind of the way that I chose which ones that I watched when I had time. And of course, I didn't get nearly as many as I had hoped watched the week of, but like May said, we've got six months with this content, which I'm so thankful for. Um, so that just, between the content itself and the truly inspiring conversations and the emails and the messages and the posts and the everything that I've been getting on top of everything else from all of these amazing women has just been wonderful. Um, it really sparks that excitement, you know, keeps that going, going strong, um, just for the writing life in general. And then we won't talk so much about the physical part because, well, exercise and a healthy diet have kind of fallen by the wayside. I'm really trying to get back to those and maybe one day. Well, you could totally get COVID and have to have your husband provide you all of the meals, which, by the way, he is a much healthier cook than I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been so sweet. He's been a saint. I've, I have absolutely no complaints. Um, but Major I have to shout out to Brent. <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess I think that we're we're kind of closing out here. Why don't we maybe just take a minute to think? What's next for us? Like, what what have you got going? What What's your plan next? Your next steps? Yeah. Um, so 
I think that my biggest challenge has been just the juggling of the necessity, like the wants and the needs. And so I think what's next for me there is to hopefully be able to settle down my nine to five to a place where it's working again. Mm, I really want to beef up my story swell blog. Being able to open up that conversation begins with me putting content out into the world, both on social media and on the website. So that has to be a priority. So that's going to be so amazing. I have so many good things in store for for you guys. And it's really just, uh, you know, it's just a celebration of story. So I've been putting together a big list of all of the different stories that I want to talk to you guys about. And we can gush over everything together and talk about how cool story structure is. (laughs) I'm so geeked. I'm so, so geeked. But, um, but yeah, so that's, I'm going to start opening up the conversation for that. And I'm, that's what's next for me. So what about you, Joy? Um, what is your challenge and and how are you going to overcome that with what you're doing next? Yeah. So I think my biggest thing is still just the time and juggling, um, sticking to my time limits that I have and prioritizing properly and, and that kind of thing. Um, this, well, as we're recording this, this coming week, but as you guys are listening to this, this will have been the week right before, (laughs) um, (laughs) my husband is taking vacation and I want it to be a good time for all of us. And I don't want to be stressed, but I don't get to take vacations, so (laughs) I'm trying to be very intentional leading up to it to make sure that I've done as much as I can, and there are a couple of things that I'm going to have to do that week, and he has projects that he's going to be doing as well. He's going to be doing some big projects in our backyard for us, but um, so I will be focusing on those big projects while he's focusing on his so that when he's done, we can all just have a really good time together because he does work quite a few hours and um, a lot of weekends and stuff like that when we would typically have more time together as a family. We don't get that with the way that his job work schedule is. So I want to make sure that I take advantage of that. And um, moving forward, just more specifically with the projects, you know, I'll be making a decision about if I'm going to continue with the second half of one good thing immediately following um, finishing out the first half, or if I'm going to switch back to the short story collection, that's every good thing, and finish that one out first. Um, That will be a decision that I'm going to be be making. Um, So trying to figure out what the right thing to do there is and going with it. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so excited for all of the conclusion things that are happening here, yeah. um, especially with the Carolina's Legacy series. I'm thrilled to see how it's all going to look on my bookshelf, to be honest with you. <laughs> I know, and they're so beautiful, and I I have seen and have all four of the covers, and guys, they are so pretty. Ah. Yeah, and they the stories are. are so strong and just emotional and moving, so if you guys get ready. It's going to it's going to blow us away, I think. Thank you. You're so sweet. All right. So I think it's time. You think it's time for a challenge? For sure. All let's, right. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. So do you want to give it give the challenge? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I'll be happy it. to. 
All right, everyone. So your QWERTY challenge for this episode is to evaluate where you are with yourself or with a friend. And of course, we encourage community. <laughs> so yes. uh, if you don't have a writing friend or a creative friend, please feel free to give us a, a pop us an email or or DM us on any of our socials, and we'll be happy to chat with you about where you are. And um, some questions that might be able to help you in your evaluation are, what are your challenges? And how are you really? Hmm. Think about your creative trinity there with your physical, your mental, and your spiritual self. And finally, what is next for you? Where can you go? from here when you're being honest with yourself and finding out what your challenges are mm -hmm. and how you can maybe even alter a plan that you maybe started at the beginning of the year. That's okay. Guys, we are ever evolving creatures. <laughs> and sometimes what we plan on in January is not where we are in March. So it's okay to say, you know what, January, that was good for January, but for March, this is where we're going. <laughs> Just yell pivot. <laughs> That's right, pivot. <laughs> and then move that other direction. And, um, and the cool thing about it, too, is that new opportunities come along, new relationships get built, yeah. projects get finished, and then new ones come along. So it's, uh, it's natural for our plans to be alive just as we are. So just think about that while you're, while you're doing some self-reflection. I love that. Our plans are alive just like we are. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, well, you guys have an incredible week. Absolutely. And go make something. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Quirty Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting qwertywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.